Welcome to the Marvelous Ones here on NTNRadio.com and all those other fine places you get your podcasts, hopefully. Say hopefully. Uh, we've been having some website issues, so if you're having trouble finding the show, it is always, always on SoundCloud. Uh, that is like uh, someplace we always make sure we, even if we have to upload a separate show just to that, we always do that. So it can always be found there if you're looking for us you're having some problems. Uh, we are having the website worked on as we speak, but it's just been slow go. You know, uh, one of those things. When you, uh, when you get any, people work for free or no money or low yeah, money. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Like if, we had, if, if all you people would uh, send PayPal us some money, we could have the website, uh, you know, a dollar a dollar per listener, and the website would be fixed in a week. Couldn't, couldn't they Guaranteed. just swing by maybe to the studio and they just, you know, sit in the audience? They could do a pose down with us? As we, you know, you, you know what? If you donate a hundred dollars to get in the website rebuilt, you can actually come down and do a pose off with us. And and I'm totally can, fine with that. We can like give you autograph photos and for we will give you <laughs> autograph photos and we'll videotape the pose off. And, and, and for an extra twenty dollars, we'll we'll try to scrape off Warren and Phil's autograph. <laughs> I like that. Uh, <laughs> So, anyways, hey, uh, Fernando, I, I actually have to thank you today. Uh, oh, man. Uh, oh, man. Don't do yeah. that. Shields up, my friend. Shields up. Shields up. Shields up. Uh, <laughs> Red alert. Yeah, Red I'm, alert. I'm the phasers. Uh, well, you know, I I, uh, I had to spend a day in a in a different city, a different part of a city. I, I do spend some time in that little city from time to time, but uh, I went over to get some breakfast while I was waiting for some stuff to happen. And I walked into uh, Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm walking in there, and uh, this little cute girl behind the counter was like, ooh, I love your mask. I was like, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then she started talking to me about it, all this kind of stuff, and she's like, can you wear the, that to work? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, a coworker gave it to me. Did, did you like, oh, that's even better. Mask? That's awesome. Huh? Did you get a mask? Just so the listeners can understand what you're saying, you know, Fernando gave him a mask that has the Hulk mouth screaming, and it fits on him perfectly. <laughs> it fits So then I did the angry, like, crunch, right? You know, I'm like, ah. She's like, oh, my God. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you know the worst part about this mask? And she goes, you can't breathe through it? I said, no. I said, when this whole S show is over, i got to keep wearing it. <laughs> she, was, she was laughing. She's like, I think you're right. She's like, you should come in for breakfast more often. Oh, oh hey. Yeah. Yeah. The man is strong. That's good juju there. That's how you, that's how you do it. That's how you but roll. I'm going to be driving say, 40 miles out of my way to get breakfast in the morning. But, yeah, that's how it goes. I was trying to that's say, the place you, you got to make. If you want to see what it looks like, go to our Facebook page. It's the the, the <laughs> pic photo. You can see Phil in all his glory. That is, that is literally the no, best photo of me in the last I think glory is an exaggeration. Um, well, that's well, the best talking, photo of me in at least ten years. We're we're talking Phil. There's not a whole lot of <laughs> lot of glory to choose from. No, so. there's there's no glory. So there's no in glory. all the glory, you know, it's 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 one and done. Okay. Shows my best side, like almost none of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to give you props. You you totally steal everything on that photo. You got the pose down. You got the eyes working. Usually, eyes <laughs> is my specialty, but there you go. <laughs> hey, that's crazy. <laughs> You did the racist. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway. Well, um, so let's, let's get into done. the show. 
Let's let's get into the show because we probably should get into the show a little bit. I, I think that's why about. we're here. There's nothing there. The whole air industry shut down. There's no superheroes and laser beams anywhere. Maybe that's little. actually but, true. Uh, no, no, it's not so true. The Agents of Shield finished. Their, I mean, before they we finished. get into Agents of Shield. Okay, you got something. Okay. I got I got a couple things. One, a couple things. Uh, we've all seen that um, AMC is going to be opening up and showing right. some classic films. Yep. Uh, so one thing that I, I hope they do is, you know, like, uh, and this is just something like uh, my niece and nephew were, we kind of talked about is, I hope they show, like, the original Star Wars, maybe the original Indiana Jones, the local small theater here in uh, Front Royal, Virginia, the Mama Pops place, showed the original Jurassic Parks, and their, their thoughts on that were, there's now a whole group of kids who've seen later movies in the series, but have never seen the originals on the big screen. Well, if if I may interject quickly, the yes. I mean, it's a totally different culture. It, it broke my heart. I think I talked about it on the show once where I went to a birthday party. It was like seven or eight-year-olds, so it was, it was anything from three-year-old on up. And uh, uh, Raiders, I, I believe it was one, Indiana, one of the Indiana Jones films. Let's just say it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. And the movie's playing, and they're, you know, the kids are watching while they're playing, and you know they still have their handhelds and whatever, but they look at it. And the way they reference the show is, oh, yeah, I remember this part. This is where you, you, you tap A twice and jump over, and then you, you have to scroll over real fast. Oh, they saw killer. it as a video game. They didn't see it as a film or a movie. That's my one, one note. Oh, uh, my note God, two. that's a killer. It is. It broke my heart. It absolutely broke my heart when it's like, you're not even watching the movie. You're thinking like video game tactics and strategy and, and jump maneuvers and sequences, not like, oh, how's he going to get out of this? Oh, he's so cool. Um, then on, it's just, it's such a different perspective culture where also, uh, when I still lived in LA, we, I went at two in the morning, Hollywood at the man's Chinese theater at mm-hmm. the time to watch the, the redos of uh, all the Star Wars's and we were all, Te- uh, tech Sav, we, we, we ordered our tickets by the telephone. We didn't actually have to be there physically. We were so ahead of right. our time. And we specifically got two in the morning because we wanted to avoid the crowds. It's heavy traffic getting in you right. know, that part of L.A. So we go there, two in the morning, line around the block. And again, I'm, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on the show uh, yeah, earlier, yeah. but line around the block. Not only was the line around the block at two in the morning, before cosplay was even a thing, long before at least 80% oh, yeah. of the crowd was in full gear. I mean, we were just dressed regular, but we had people in full Chewbacca, Luke Skywalker with Yoda in oh, the backpacks yeah. going on. And it was, it was a great community. <clears throat> people knew when to, like, laugh and cry. Not cry, but just, like, when it starts, it was it was like church. It was dead silent. But oh. then there's, there's, like, a moment, I think, when Empire re, re, uh, uh, was introduced, and then they did the, the kiss scene, and somebody in the audience yelled, that's your sister, and the whole place lit up. It was just, you know, geeky <laughs> community. But, again, when it was a yep. serious moment, everybody, it was like you could hear crickets. Um, yep. And I'll just finish with the big thing was it's a totally different movie on the big screen. I was yep. four or five years old whenever it came out again when it was on the giant screen. I've seen it a zillion times, obviously, on a big screen, you know, regular yep. television, VHS. But when it's on a big giant screen like that, it's an absolutely different experience. It is. Yeah, and this this leads me to a, a, a hijack here. Is uh-huh. there are some movies out there that I've never seen on the big screen, and one that yeah, I well, always wanted to was uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. That'd be rough. And that, I've seen it on TV a dozen times, DVD, etc. But 
I've never seen it on the big screen. I bet you that thing is spectacular on the big screen. What's the year on that? Was Were we old enough to go to theaters by ourselves? Uh, no, I think that was in like 68. Oh, well, we are. Yeah. I mean, 7, 69. Okay. I mean, it's an old movie. So, like I said, I've yeah, never seen it on the big screen. Yeah. Right. I, you know, well, I, it's funny. This morning I was riding around with my father, and we were kind of talking about, you know, th- this whole topic. And I said to him, I said, you know, I said, there now, – now, it's not sci-fi. I said, but – I was like, Top Gun should be re-shown. Uh, that movie on a big screen, you, your television can't do it justice. No. Right? Um, and no matter how I, good your sound system is at home, yes, it, can't it can't do, do the justice. sound justice. Right. Um, I think I'd never seen The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, The Original True Grit, or The Longest Day on the big screen. I would oh, love to old. see all three of those. Well, for us, they're old. Yeah, but they're old. But you, you know, but still, I think I think that if the movie theater spring shows that people our age want to see on the big screen that they never got the chance, and shows that they can share with their kids, you know, uh, I know that I read an article and I don't remember where the theater was. There was one theater that was showing old Disney classics, That'd be right? Cool. Like Fantasia. Fantasia would be awesome, right? Like, and I and I thought to myself, I don't, I didn't see that on the big screen. Sure, you know. And, I mean, I can I can testify to like uh, you know I loved the first Transformer movie, uh, Transformers movie. Absolutely loved it. The subsequent ones, eh. but there was one where I specifically went with a buddy to the IMAX at the Uvar Hazy, the Smithsonian uh-huh. uh, Air and Space out in Chantilly. Yeah. Um, specifically, just because. Well, actually, well, it was IMAX. I'd never been to it. I think we went just because it was the first time we'd never been to it. But. There was a scene, if I, uh, maybe you guys can recall, there was a scene that was shot or supposed to be in the actual, that actual Smithsonian. So it was just kind of cool to walk in, see the That's entire cool. place, and then see a Transformer. But the big thing was you could see Optimus Prime <coughs> in his actual size. That was cool. I mean, oh, that's cool. That, that was cool. It's like there's, it's a combination of it took away the imagination, but it exploded at the same time. It was like seeing an actual yeah, Godzilla. That, that's cool. I, I do remember the scene. I, I'd never even thought to do that. that yeah, was, it was, uh, it was a nice, good. it was a special combination um, to be a, yeah. in the actual set where it's being shown, like literally right out the do- outside the door. So. Yeah, I mean, th- but there's a lot of movies, even non-sci-fi, that I'd love to see on the big screen that I just, you know, I was too young to see. Uh, American Graffiti on the big screen, although I have seen it on drive-ups, right? It's a common mm-hmm. thing to see on a drive-up, but like an indoor screen, uh, you know, there's just some movies I, I really would love to see, uh, you know, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, The Dollars Trilogy. Do we want to do, do, do a top ten list, each of us, on which, which movies we'd like to see? <laughs> you know, I hate doing top ten anything with you non-counting fools. We'll do that for next week. <laughs> top ten lists. Warren, <laughs> keep it to 15 or under, please. That's, that's Fernando, five. That way we eight. might have a chance of getting through them. Well, <laughs> Fernando, at least eight. <laughs> well, no, no, my, I, I have, I have nine, but I have two eights, so it. it equals yeah, out. whatever. At it least eight, right? Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. So I, I just thought it's good that theaters are opening up, and I hope they, I hope they're smart enough to make some good choices with the movies they bring back. Well, again, I, I believe I said on the last show, my the chirpings I've heard basically they're going to open up with like the Jurassic Parks and bring back old classics or so on and so forth at a cheaper rate potentially. But 
they they're not going to go full blown without new content. That's that's just yeah. an, that's why I, I, I would totally go yeah. see the African Queen. Uh, on a Man, you're screen. pulling today, African Queen. I love that movie. Wow. I don't know why. Or or the multi outfit. It's, it's fresh in my head because I've been watching Star Trek Voyager, and I'm thinking Catherine Hepburn is uh, Captain. Okay. Um, <laughs> or at least that lady wants to be Catherine Hepburn. I saw that movie like I don't know five it was before the pandemic, so it was maybe six months ago at least. And seeing it now as an uh, as an almost adult. Um, it was through different eyes. Uh, I, don't, I remember being kind of, kind of being, being kind of boring as a kid. But then, I th- wasn't there one scene where they, they, they did it. They did it on the boat. Yeah. There was like a fade to black that they do. You know, that's how they did it back then. Um, yeah. But uh, while I have the, the floor for a moment, one not some re- something recent I'd love to see on the big screen. Well, two things. Number one, how awesome would Picard be on the big screen with the cinematography? And then on top Ooh. of that, the Mandalorian on the big screen too. Especially you know, the the, both of those. Game. If you could find a way to let Disney and and uh, uh, you know whoever owns Star Trek, I don't even know who owns that franchise. Universal CBS. Universal, yeah. Paramount, if you can find a way to let those guys do that, I, Paramount, I would go yeah. see that. Paramount. Yeah, Paramount does. <clears throat> I would totally go see both those. I, I agree with you 100%. Both those uh, were were were. Um, Big screen worthy. Worthy. Big screen worthy. Uh, you know, hey, speaking of the Mandalorian, before we get into the other stuff we're going to talk about, how old were you when you found out that Gina Carano was one of the um, American gladiators? Like from OG gladiators? Well, not like old OG, that not like the old, original cast, but she, a later cast. I, I, I had know, no I, idea she was an American gladiator. I, know, I, I didn't even know there was something past the OG. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. they resurrected it. Yeah. It seems like they're watered down. They're like the fifth generation Menudo or something. That's great. But. <laughs> <laughs> they're like the Jackson 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, like, oh, like, yeah, like Warren said, like, I, I I do remember it being the slightest ping on the radar of they, they did uh-huh. redo it, but I don't know. It's just, I, I it's, it's like Saved by the Bell, you know, 2020. It's not going to have the same impact. Not that I really watched that show. Uh, I get you. I get you. You based your whole life on that, and you know it. Uh, I did. I did like the, the the ladies on the show for for a lot. They they were they were they were eye catching. He still uh, has a poster of Screech in his bedroom. I'm sure he well, does. Well, better than the video you have, Warren. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! All right, hey, 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 hey. Um, let's get into Marvel's Agents of Shield. They did their season finale and left us some Easter eggs. Um. You know, I they they kind of left off much like they started with a tie to the movies. Um, yes, they did. Well, I, you know, I don't follow the series, so you guys fill me in. I might have questions. Did they, did they bring any uh, superstars outside of the series in to close it, like a little cameo? No, there were no cameos. Really? But they, well, I mean, no, no actor cameos, which I kind of was surprised by. Right, I thought. I thought there would be, but it was definitely a direct lead to the Sword series, right? You know, whatever that, that is. Yeah, that and the uh, the quantum universes. Yeah, and and, you and, know, and and Doctor Strange multiverse of madness movie because yeah. they used the uh, the multiverse theory and how Ant Man went into the quantum realm 
they used that as oh. a plot vehicle to to explain what was going on and to wrap the series up. Did Did you uh, find that you know, they, like to be a cheat at all, Warren? You know, no, it actually fit. They wrote it very well. Okay, yeah, I'm not a big fan of time travel, as I've made multiple things. But yeah. I think uh, I, I think the Agents of Shield season was well put together. If anything, as a time travel. Go ahead, Warren. I'm sorry. As a time travel plot is one of the few that I thought they really sat down, they thought it through, they fit it into the movies. You know, they 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 knew that coming up at the end how they were going to wrap the movies into it. Uh, the scenery in when they were in the quantum realm was just like it was out almost right out of Ant Man. Yeah, they, they did the uh, good and job also, production value. Yeah, have the production, and it also now gives us a, a way to identify that. Loki is off on his own timeline, well, uh, yeah. and a few other things. So, so, so uh, Fernando, one of, the they, one of the things they did was remember that awkward scene where they had two awkward scenes in, uh, in Infinity Wars, right? On purpose. They had um, they had the Hulk with the Ancient One, and then they had the Hulk and Ant Man <laughs> and Tony Stark talking about how the timelines work, right? Like yeah. if you change something and blah, 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 right? So this whole season really was a big explanation of how that worked for, I think, uh, okay, it cleared a couple things up for me, but I think for people who aren't big-time comic people, if you were watching the series, cleaned up some stuff for you so that the next group of movies with the quantum world and with the with the multiverse, and all that stuff should be a lot easier for them to understand. I think Agent, yeah, they, I think they used Agents of Shield as a tool to teach people this last season to teach people about how the multiverse works. Well, it's because they left one of the main characters got left in another timeline. Yeah. So that they could come back to the real timeline and correct the problems that they had. It yeah. was you know as a result of the. Uh, the time traveling robots, but it but it's done though, right? You said the series now. Yeah, it, yeah. it is it's, done, yeah. but there's definitely going to be a probably an Agents of Sword coming, which is, I think so. Central oh, World. Okay. That's new to me. I don't know Outlook. I I don't remember what it stands for, but, but it's like biggie. Shield, but in space. Shield in space. Shield in space. Up there, where you know, what's his name is now? Nick Fury, right? Fury is now. Yeah. But so the biggest thing for me was Shaft Window. I think <laughs> <laughs> I think the big thing for it is that we kinda got an inkling, if you follow the the Marvel comics, who the next big, big, big villain's gonna be. The big baddie. Who did you it's gonna think? be Kang the Conqueror. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Because before. you got I've heard whispers of that before. Got, yeah, we've heard whispers of and now that you've had the T V show, the ending of this movie the next Doctor Strange movie, all talking about the multiverses. And Kang's big thing is he wants to conquer every multiverse. That's ambitious. Well, how how do you feel about that, Warren? You're Mr. Met on anything time travel. And that's all he's about. But is multiverse time travel. So, you know, I got to work that one out in my head. But I'm okay with it. As it came out of this TV show... And the way they finish it up, I'm okay with it at this point. So you got to work it out in your head, is what you're saying. 
Yeah, yeah, because now you're talking about different timelines, different worlds and timelines, <laughs> the same characters in different timelines and different multiverses. Because you know, there's more than one Iron Man. Iron Man may be alive in a different multiverse. He, you bring him back to ours because Kang beat him, and he came to our universe to warn us. So See, that's the problem. You know, that's the problem, Warren. You watch too much CW, where they scramble it all up, and it's all over the place. It's it's. Hey, it's, Marvel did the same thing. Not Marvel not has done the same. Thing. Not not as bad. I got, uh, yeah, no, not as bad, but they have. I'll retreat to not as bad, but it's. Well, so basically, Phil, you know, if we're still both around in twenty years, I think that's when uh, Warren might figure it out. Remind me to ask him the question. To, to <laughs> yeah, I'm not making twenty years, right? and I, I'll be lucky if I make three. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> so what do you think of it? You got my take. Phil, what was yours? Uh, you know, I, I thought it was a good way to wrap the show up. Um, I felt like they I felt they did a good job of making of blending into the next show and the next and the next stages. You know, I think I think they were trying to figure out a way to you know, with with so many of the big names that common people had heard of, superheroes being out of the mix, right? They they ended the Infinity Saga, and now you're look you're trying to get these people interested in people that the average person hasn't heard of, right? Um, you know, just like the Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange weren't big ones, right? You're, you're now going to come up with the Eternals and some of these other people. And I think what they did is they showed that, hey, we can not only bring this and give you good content that doesn't involve these guys, but they led off to those guys where it's like, oh, okay, there was enough of a connection between Nick Fury and where some of the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ended up that it's like, oh, hey, let me uh, let me check that out. You know, so I, I think it accomplished their goals, and it, I think it was entertaining while it happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I can go with that. It definitely yeah. was entertaining. This whole season was entertaining. You know, so I, I, uh, I kind of, I just hope, and I just hope that in, in the end of the world, they can find some way to bring back Nick, um, Luke Cage and some of those guys. But anyways, it is what it is. Is the actor uh, Quake still there? Yeah, Quake, Quake is still there. She was actually looking much better. For a couple seasons, she was like, I was like, nah. Uh, but she she what? definitely brought it back this season. I was nah, very happy. I'm in love with her after what? He, uh, her, I think she voiced the voice in uh, Abdominable, the, the the CGI movie with the, the oh. Ab- Abdominable Sasquatch monster. I, I didn't watch that, but I will go watch that if you said she voiced that and that. So well, it doesn't mean it's the voice. So yeah. I think she actually plays a younger girl like in her I can't remember, mid, late teens. Oh. I don't know. You may be young teens. Oh. Um, so it was more of like a sweet treat to post. Then I saw her in person, and I, I, I listened to the featurettes, and I was smitten. Yeah, she, she definitely, you know, I, I, some of the writing, the whole series, I think, played with uh, a little bit of campiness, but I think that was the image they were going for. You know, I think they were trying to make it lighthearted so that it was it was something that adults could watch with kids. But it was on right. regular TV, so right. It was on regular TV, and it wasn't dark and stuff. So I, I feel like the the series accomplished the goal they wanted to, uh, and stuff. So that's you know, I I, I think it was a win for them. I think it set up stuff 
Uh, and, you know, I'm sure the ratings are pretty good because there ain't much new TV on. Uh, matter of fact, the lack of TV is what caused me to watch a movie on Netflix called Project Power. Ah, uh, yes. Big name. Uh, I would have so rather watch value. Birds of Prey twice. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. For those of um, you who don't know, Phil said he would rather gouge his eyes out than watch it again. I literally sang a Weird Al song over Birds of Prey. I was like, I'd rather shove an ice pick under a toenail or two than to watch one more minute of you. Um, I, wish you had, I wish you had consulted me. I would have told you I got a, I got a bad Peter tingle, bad feeling on that one. You know, I did too, but there's so little sci-fi out right now that's new. I was like, how bad can it be? Well, you found out. Yeah, no, no doubt. You're like um, uh, you're like zero and two after the Charlize Theron action film, then. Yeah, I oh my god, I forgot him. I was trying to push that out. This was worse than that. Um, and Denzel Washington was in this. Who? What? He's usually pretty good. He's usually not that bad. <laughs> well, I've enjoyed most of his movies. So what was what, what's the premise of Project Power? Because I don't really know anything about it. So take a okay. everybody has powers. Oh no, not Denzel Washington, Jamie Foxx. Now please don't send me that hateful stuff. Uh, I, I, I watched it and I kept cringing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just I know. Send your hate mail to Warren at NGNRadio.com. <laughs> it was Jamie Foxx. Yeah, it was. I, that's how much I paid attention to the movie. So the premise of the movie, and spoiler alert for anybody who wants to literally waste two hours of their time, the the, the Besides, premise of the, the movie show. is somebody invents a drug. Remember uh, that movie Limitless, that NZ17, yeah. whatever it was? Yeah. <laughs> right? So somebody invents this capsule, and inside of everybody is some kind of power that this capsule awakens. So you can swallow it, and you can be bulletproof. You can run really fast. You can be flamethrowers. You can be Iceman. You can be all these different things, right? There's a, a multitude of uh, powers. They, they don't even put a limit to what can happen. And the premise is, is you take the pill, and for five minutes you get these powers. Right? And then the pill random. Thing. You don't know what you're going to get? You don't know what you're going to get. But there's a downside, right? So the downside is that some people take the pill and they just explode. That would be bad. Or the power kills them. Oh. Right? So there's this company, right, and I use that term loosely, so probably like a, some kind of syndicate, that's giving away the pills in New Orleans as a testing ground. See how many people are dying, what, the, what people are going to spend on this, yada, yada, yada. And... um. Jamie Foxx is a guy trying to stop the spread of the pills. Then there's a guy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's been in a couple things. He's a cop that takes the pills to get the bad guys. Uh, and then there's a dealer, uh, Dominique Fishback. Um, that's, that's, uh, you know, she, she's part of the, I'm the dealer, but I'm a good guy dealer. Uh, it, it wasn't really written great. Uh, there was a lot of people who have had like minor roles in a lot of movies, 
and you'll be like watching it and be like, oh yeah, I know that guy, I know that guy. Um, well, they they grabbed a couple of superhero-ish movie uh, stars who've done yeah. Side. They got Electro, and then they got Robin. Yeah, they got Machine Gun Kelly. They got the guy who was director Vance in um, in uh, NCIS. But I'm just talking about uh, the tie-in yeah. with the superhero movies. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so so they got they got a bunch of people who are all faces you recognize, but it was just. Man, it it was horrible. It was. Well, I saw on the Netflix it was like the number one out of the top ten for the week or whatever. How they rate that? Yeah, that's why I watched. I was like, how bad can this be? And you know, it was like, hey, it was it was kind of like Netflix rips off the boys. You know, where they get the serum to be superheroes, and oh, and the bad guy, of course, is trying to raise money so that. He can make these pills so the effects are permanent, <clears throat> you know, and he's like, think of all the things you can do. And it's like, yeah, nah. if everybody has superpowers, they're no longer powers. Okay. It's on uh, the not-to-watch list. Yeah, throw it on the not-to-watch list unless you really have – I mean, I'll be honest with you. If you have something else to do and you just need background noises, that's why I screwed up with some of the actors were, is because – I got into it, and it was just like, man, this is not good. Unless this they would like to sponsor good. our show, then that's one of the greatest movies ever. It's 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 better. Yeah, I mean, if they want to sponsor the show and come do the pose-off, Jamie Foxx is more than welcome to come into the studio and do the pose-off with us. Uh, you know, as long as he doesn't be a character from that show. Which so, character would you like him to? Would you like him to be Ray Charles? You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know of a role that I actually like Jamie Foxx in. You didn't, you didn't I, like I, Ray Charles. Ray, Ray Charles, Charles that role was really good. Yeah, we got an Oscar I, I like him good. best as Sinead. That's pretty damn good too. I forget, he was good. Uh, like his living Martin. color roles were great. I I don't. There just hasn't been. I I was not a big fan of Django Unchained. Uh, I, was I, not I like Unchained. I love Django Unchained. Not love, but I really like Django Unchained. Yeah, Django uh, Unchained. Sorry. Yeah, I yeah. I was not. I I I didn't really like the Ray Charles movie. Really, I thought it was decent. Not actually good. Not more than. Uh, and I, I'm struggling to think of other things he's been in, and that that just shows you how much I. The huh? Tom Cruise, the Tom Cruise movie where Tom Cruise was an assassin. He he was a cab driver. That was a cool cinematic movie. I don't remember that one at all. It was pretty good. It was, I mean, it was, it was a slow burn type movie, but it was just okay. uh, different. And then it's just kind of weird that he ended up dating his wife later, but that's another story. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm on Netflix right now. Top ten in the U.S. today is Project Power. Yeah, uh, which makes no sense to me at all. Uh, and number, yeah. And number three, which we aren't talking about, which is in our realm, but I, again, I just got a Spidey Tingly on that or a Peter Tingle. Is the Umbrella Academy? I just I don't see myself investing in that. Well, I watched the first season. Oh, Umbrella, you went through the whole season? Wow. Yeah. And yeah. I haven't watched anything of the second season. Okay. And I don't have any intention of it. There's also right. Warrior Nun, which I don't know if that fits in our uh, room or not. That's looking CW-ish to me. Yeah, that was giving me like my choices were like Warrior Nun or Project Power, and I was like. The old project power could be cool. Yeah, that's our call. Uh, even though uh, I took one for the team on that one. 
Um, I, just, I guess well, so. That better you than me. Yes. Well, well said. Well put. So, um, anyways, I, I guess we could wrap it. I know we have some other stuff to talk about, but let's wrap it up and save that stuff for next week. Okay. Well, I could uh, real quick long. just to really annoy both of you. Um, I put yeah. up. I shared a, uh, a a post that Mike Luslin, he's uh, <laughs> the guy, the guy we celebrated at my film festival. Awesome guy. He's the one who. Um, he's the executive producer of all the modern Batman movies from Michael Keaton on to the current one, and he's also the executive producer behind Joker. He posted this thing you guys might get a kick out of watching. Go to my Facebook uh, Novacon page. Um, some fan went in and spliced up what if the in 1989 they were able to grab uh, Christopher Reeve, Michael Keaton, Linda Carter, and John Wesley Shipp to do like a Justice League with those characters and they spliced up the different movies so they're all like in the same scene and sometimes they green screen them in or mask them in and I um, I was the first one to put a comment there like just love 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 it and uh, later I, just as I came home before the show I saw that uh, John Wesley Shipp the, the OG Flash and he's still he's the old Flash now uh, gave it a nice little like so just letting you know how I roll fellas and that would have had Gene Hackman as Lex yep, Luthor yeah, and uh, you guys what, what yeah. did they have? Um, uh, Jack. They what's his Jack name? As the Joker. Yep. Jack Nick. Yep. It's it's fun. It's a fun oh. little thing. I mean, don't take it seriously, but it's just like, oh, yeah. that'd be kind of cool. If they brought that cool. that that era, that era of superheroes. In. So it made me uh, made me miss Christopher Reeve and appreciate like where you're gonna just snip it, but there's just one scene where Christopher Reeve, the Superman, is flying by one of the buildings, or uh, you're inside the building, you see him flying outside the window, and again, that was 1978, the technology at the time, um, well, well done, that Superman was the third movie I'd ever watched in my entire kid life, it was uh, Cat from Outer Space, Disney, um, Star Wars, and the second movie I ever saw in my life, and Superman, that was, that was like the bar I had for all movies since. And that's so far to come down from. Yeah, it's, yeah. And now we have Project Power. Oh, uh, you, mean, you, you have Project Power. <laughs> I'm going to make you watch it. No. I'd rather watch uh, what, that, that, that Goonie movie. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen the Goonie. No, I don't know what it is. How are we? I don't know. Are we? <laughs> we don't have are we? <laughs> all right. Hey, Let's hey, run. Warren, you mask. got anything to say hey, before we punch out? Let's just Not after all that. I think that's the best way to go. We'll be back next week. Hopefully we will all be in studio next week and things will be better. Uh, Excelsior? Oh, come on. on Stan Lee's line. I'm, oh. I'm paying homage, you oh. redneck hillbillies. My goodness. You're still on his line. Engage. You're appropriating the comic world. Oh, okay. This is a comedy game. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right. We'll be back next week. <laughs>